Hello, and welcome to Six Sheets Under. My name's Reggie, and today I am joined by an audio specialist who I've personally never actually met, though have followed on Twitter for a little while. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Ben. I uh, do uh, erotic audios under the uh, name of In My Hands Audio. I've been doing it for about geez, five, six years now. Wow. Is it that, am I that old now? <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Absolutely. You know, and I, and I really started doing this uh, just for myself. Oh yeah. Like a hobby kind of deal. Well, I had been in the, uh, the music business for my entire career as a, as a performer, as a sound engineer, every aspect of the sound of the sound and uh, creative you know, thing of, of music and uh, putting on a show to writing music to being in the studio and all that stuff. And once that all came to an end and stopped uh, and voluntarily stopped and uh, I was looking for an outlet. So I was doing a few voiceover things, you know, with the big radio voice and uh, yeah, I found that kind of dry. There was no creativity to it. And uh, yeah, I just uh, fell into this thing called ASMR audio, erotic audio, which I had no idea what it was, no idea what existed, uh, that it existed. And um, bam, five years later, look at this. Uh, how did you discover it then? Like, what was your first experience with it? Well, I had a small Twitter account that I was using as more or less a diary uh, for, you know, uh, notes I would write down for songs or poetry, just a creative outlet. I think I might have had one follower <laughs> at the mm -hmm. time. And, you know, through the, the rabbit hole perusing things, I came across a, uh, a female uh, voice actor who was doing, you know, ASMR um, girlfriend experience type things. She did have a few erotic stuff as well. And I just blindly reached out and said, hey, I would love to get into this sort of stuff. Would you like me to send you something? Um, so I did. And um I sent something that was very, uh, again, radio broadcast voice type thing. And she was <laughs> like, yeah, that's okay. But, you know, just give me something in your regular voice uh, and something yeah. sexy. So I did. And I don't think I heard for her from her but for about a week. So I said, ah, well, give it a shot. You know, keep going on my merry way. And uh, then she wrote me back on Twitter and she said, hey, uh, you know, I'm sorry it took so long, but I had to give it to a few of my friends who are also, you know, listeners and of uh, erotic audio. And the consensus was when they came back was your voice is dangerous. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Strong compliment. <laughs> yeah, a strong compliment. So I just uh, I started from there and I was listening to, you know, trying to get an idea of what other you know uh erotic voice uh actors were doing at that time and i was listening to some of these audios and some of them were like 10 and 15 minutes and i, I don't even think i could get past three or five minutes i'm like i'll never be able to do this yeah for this especially because... operating on your own it always feels like that one minute takes so much longer right it feels like a lifetime especially when you are coming up with stuff off the top of my off the top of my head you know, I'm just, I'm just hitting record and, and, and going with whatever, whatever comes up out of my mouth. I've never written anything down. 
I've never, mm. you know, uh, come up with notes on a scenario, just the thoughts in my head and that's it. So getting to the 10 minute mark of just kind of rambling on about a, you know, a sexual scenario, I never thought in the world I'd ever get to that point. But uh, now my average audio is, you know, 15 minutes long. Yeah, I'm sure the, uh, the more you do it, the easier it flows and the more rhythm you get into it. Exactly. Yeah, that's just it. It's, uh, it's getting into that headspace. I always call it the trifecta, you know, the mm. time, place and space, you know, you got to have the time to do it, you got to have the right place to do it. Mm. And you got to be in the right headspace to do it. And, um, you know, sometimes that's hard to come by. Well, speaking of headspace, then do you have any kind of like rituals or way to get into that mode that you try to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, most people sing in the shower. I'm like, what could I do next <laughs> in the shower? And that's where I kind of get the juices flowing, the thoughts thinking about it. And, and sometimes I'll mull it over for, you know, a day just in the back of my head, you know, of what that scenario would look like while driving in the car. I'm, I'm thinking about it mm -hmm. where I would go with that. But just to get a general idea of what that scene would look like, there's nothing very, any spe anything specific. Because I find if you think about something specific and you miss that thing, you're thinking too much. And I don't like to think too much when I'm recording. Mm. I just like to go with the flow and whatever happens. Well, that's what happens. And I think that's like sex as well. You don't, you know, go yeah. in with a script and choreographing. Okay. Now we're going to go doggy style. And then I'm going to flip you over. And well, I mean, some scared. people do get paid no. to do just that, but, <laughs> and, and that is, <laughs> and, that's, and again, you're right. Absolutely. But I think I just wanted to be just, just me. Like I said, I was doing it for me to get out my own, you know, fantasies and the, mm -hmm. you know, some of the scenarios that I've been in and it was just doing it for me. And if someone else was listening, that'd be fantastic. So it had to be genuine and authentic. And just me talking seemed the mm -hmm. best way to do that without, you know, having to go by a script or having to edit anything and just yeah. you know, fire it off. Yeah. And let the details kind of form themselves as you go through your basic overall game plan. That's it. You know, yeah. exactly. And, and I, unlike a lot of people, I don't sit like I am now I'm sitting in my studio in front of a microphone and, uh, the whole bit, but I, I don't record my audios that way. I use my iPhone. I had an iPhone eight. Now I have an iPhone 13. I put a piece of, you know, foam elastics around the end. Mm. And, uh, and then I, I'm pretty much acting it out as I go, you know, cause a lot of the ones I am in, um, I'm outside, I'll record when I'm outside or I'm at uh, a party, I'll go into the corner and I'll record at least the first foreplay part of that part of that uh, you know, while well, I have the ambience of that mm. other thing. So I very, very rarely I'm adding any sort of um, extra audio effects on. So there. you're getting they, free they come from work. Yeah, <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> exactly. Friendly participation. So Friendly participation. You didn't earlier, know, but you. <laughs> earlier, you mentioned uh, you got into this through someone that did girlfriend experience. And I'd read that you list yourself as boyfriend experience. Yeah, I, uh, I did get into doing the boyfriend experience type of audios. Um, um, and I'll be you, quite honest. Can ahead. you explain a little bit about what that is? I think that's more of, um, 
I think it's more of a comfort type audio. It's mm-hmm. uh, more or less just going through a scenario of like me cooking you dinner and, uh, you know, talking about your day and uh, pouring you a glass of wine and, uh, you know, maybe massaging your feet or what we would like to watch on Netflix and things mm-hmm. like that. And so uh, that sort of idea, just a, you know, regular conversation or um, going out to dinner and having that conversation, having a romantic conversation about, you know, what we want to do with our lives when we're together and things like that. So that's more of the, I'd say the boyfriend type experience audio, which doesn't culminate in sex gotcha it's more asmr comfort yeah you 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 want the listener to enjoy the tone of your voice um the the inflection of the emotion that's being given and um and that kind of gets people nice and cozy you know and uh feels good mm-hmm. and then you said you were also doing erotica yeah, I think that's what I specialize in most. Um, I when, I when I was doing the boyfriend experience audios, I found I I didn't know how to finish it because there wasn't any sex. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're 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 building up to something that oh, it's not, okay, we're just gonna hold yeah. hands. And um, right, <laughs> so I um, I do less and less of those, and I do more of the erotic audio experience. And I do try to touch on as many kinks as I possibly can. The ones that fit me, obviously, there's lots of uh, kinks out there. Having listened to your podcast, there's a lot of kinks out there that I don't know about. <laughs> oh, I keep learning have, more. Right. And um, I wouldn't have the, the mechanics or the knowledge to do that well. So I don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you said you do a few. What's one that you think you do well? Um, my own personal experience has been the DDLG or, or daddy Dom, or, mm. um, maybe a little bit more, uh, aggressive don- dominance. Um, there's a, a character I kind of developed called the wolf, which is kind of like a predatory, uh, type um, of character. Primal Dom. Primal Dom, that sort of idea. Uh, I've done some BDSM as well. And, um, that sort of idea, I think that's what I've gotten into. Um, there's been a lot of, uh, requests for things that I haven't uh, thought of, um, cuckold, uh, was one of them that I actually started listening to a few podcasts, a few, um, following a few people on Twitter just to get an idea of what that is. What's the dynamic, you know, because you don't want to go what the mainstream dynamic is because it's just a lie anyway. Mm-hmm. So you want to listen to real people and their real lives and what their real experiences are. And like any kink uh, at all, you have a myriad, a full rainbow of colors of, of the differences within that kink. And uh, so I just kind of want to get a general idea of what that could look like so I could properly do an erotic audio in that format. Mm -hmm. And you're part of Vanilla Audio, correct? That's where I host my uh, my private site, yes. And I do do um, one or two audios for them a month that they can post on their site. Okay. And do you have your own personal site then or... No, I just, uh, my, my private site would be like uh, vanilla audio uh, backslash in my hands audio. It's the same thing as having a, an OnlyFans or anything like that. Yeah. It's the, the same sort of format. Yeah. And they're very much, I mean, it's called vanilla audio for a reason. Like they're not, it's not an extreme kink site. It's like no taboo, no extreme kink. 
Right. They're, they are genuinely going towards, you know, uh, people who like sex. Um, mm. uh, that that uh, I'd say that business model has changed slightly. So it has been more open to different types of, of, of sex. Um, but the extreme things, um, you know, some light BDSM, yes. Um, mm. but some extreme things, no. So, uh, they're, they're trying to, you know, obviously, uh, curtail to the masses, I would say. Yeah. And it's also, I think the same thing that happened with OnlyFans there for a little bit where banking companies kind of laid down some laws and were like, no, we'll accept this, but not that. That's right. And <laughs> which is strange, you know, banking companies making rules about sex. It's right. very strange, right? It's just a, I don't get it. So the good thing about vanilla audio is I can do on my private site things that I would not be able to do on uh, larger sites like OnlyFans or Fansly or, or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I can, I'm, I'm free to do whatever, you know, uh, context or style or topic that I, that I want to do, which is very liberating. Yeah. And they're very much directed towards audio creators, which helps a lot. I'm sure. Absolutely. You know, very, uh, focused on that alone. Although I do do a lot of, uh, other types of videos on there as well, just to get a different type of, you know, media interaction, you know, a little bit of visual there, but, um, you know, yeah, I saw, of I saw is- the hand video. The hand video. Yeah. <laughs> hands are really well, I mean, popular I, lately. Hands are popular. It's a it's a kink, you know. Um, I'm I'm on a couple of Reddit things just to get an idea of what you know people find attractive about hands, and yeah. so I decided to you know dip my dip my hand into that <laughs> as well, and uh, and see what I could come up with. So yeah, I've tried a few things with there. I haven't done one in a long time, but um, yeah, definitely, uh, it's a fun one to do for me. So what's your experience been like then? I mean, you said you started five years ago with barely anyone following you. What's it been like now being popular or being more popular? And I'll say more popular. I don't think I'm popular, but um, I I think more popular. Yeah, I think it's um, it's fun. You know, there are some aspects as, uh, as as you probably have found as well, that when you start something, it's small and manageable and then it becomes a beast that you have to feed. And so I don't find that I can do this when I want to anymore. It's uh, you have to have a schedule. You have to put out some content. Um, you have to, you know, be there. You have to, you know, um, post to your social medias. You have to market yourself. You have to do all those things in business. It's just not about, you know, creating audios anymore. There's a whole other you know, thing behind the glass that you have to yeah. actually tackle and and do well as well. And uh, that's where I find I spend most of my time, right? Doing an audio takes me 20 minutes and then I can edit it in another, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever the case may be, the whole thing, posting it and everything takes you maybe an hour and an hour and a half. That's the easy part. Yeah. The hard part the self, is self-promotion I've found and talking to yep. other creators and other like only fan workers and stuff like that. It is a full-time job. You are constantly having to put yourself out there and self-promote. Like that's the one thing people don't understand, especially like TikTok producers, stuff like that. They're working constantly to be seen. 
Absolutely, they are. It is uh, it is around the clock. So whenever whenever I hear the thing like, oh, you know, OnlyFans is easy. You just put up a few pictures and then you get paid. It's like, nope, it is not. <laughs> it is uh, it is. You know, I know some girls who get very little sleep because they're working each time zone throughout the planet as it comes. Right. Yep. So uh, there's a market in every part of the world. And so you have to, you know, market to that time when those people are awake and that might not, you know, be the same time you're sleeping. So these girls who do really well and, and guys and, and, uh, and other people who do really well on these self-promotion sites and whatnot are hustlers, you know, my hat's off to them. They, they hustle and hustle. And if it's their full-time gig, they're on it like, you know, 12, 16 hours a day. Yeah, it is definitely full time. And like you were saying, the time zones, I mean, if you want to be in a meeting or, you know, a podcast group, you know, that's located in UK, that means you got to be up at that hour to join them at that time. That's right. You know, and you're uh, a few hours, you know, behind me now. So uh, being on the West Coast. And so uh, I can understand, I can imagine that that three hours difference going from 7 a.m. to 4 a.m. in the morning is uh, it's a big leap. Yep. So you'd mentioned poetry earlier. And just out of curiosity, do you have a favorite author you like to read? Um. No, I don't have any favorite authors. Um, I do like amateur authors. Um, so I follow a lot of people on Twitter who just uh, post, you know, but post the things in their head as they come to them. And that's the most. And again, I love real. I love genuine talent. I like authenticity. And um you know, so when these people are posting their stuff and they are, are quite prolific, some of them, um, you know, these are probably things that they just came out of the top of their head and decided to got down on Twitter like I did, you know, so many years ago and just boop, post it up there. And uh, is, and those are those are really cool. That is a positive of Twitter being able to just have it, like, especially when it comes to poetry or writing, have that idea and just put it out there instead of writing it down and having it sit in a corner for a month. Right. Exactly. And that happens to me, you know, when, I, if I decide I'm going to write something, I have, I have six of them that are in the stages of unfinished <laughs> mm-hmm. and, but the ones that I finish are the ones that I do in an hour or, or in a minute or in, you know, five minutes because it just flows out of me. I don't even write it down. I just turn on the microphone and I go. And those are the ones that are, that are my most favorite ones. Mm-hmm. So I'd also seen that you do holiday, like you do things for holidays. Is there a specific holiday you enjoy making content for? I love making content for Halloween. Ooh, um, good, good choice. Yeah, right. You, I can, I've done probably five or six demon type, demon spawn type things. That's when you, I can get really get into the dark kinks you know the yeah. the deep lust the yeah the, the violent you know not a borderline violent type of 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 sex that you would see in you know in, in comic strips and things like that with demons with you know big horse cocks and you know talons and they're just you know you get to you know, really primal yeah. lust right and uh so i love doing audios for for halloween because you can just get you know really dark and deep into that not only just with the physical stuff but with the psychological stuff as well and um and i i, I love doing that for sure absolutely 
evil yeah. laugh. <laughs> I imagine that would be the fun one to do to go with. It is because the sky's the limit, you know, it's uh, it's anything goes because it's just that one night a year you get to unleash that inner demon and uh, and go to town and run, run rampant. It's amazing. You know, have you noticed that with the community that it's a little more open and a little more accepting and like offering help? Absolutely, for sure. I am. Um, I'll. At least I am. I've had uh, numerous people come to me and ask the same question I did when, you know, when I first started, Hey, how do I do this? Where do I go? Well, how do you, I rec- small things. How do I record? Um, how do I post stuff? You know, what should I be recording? Things like that. And um, yeah, a lot more people are into it thinking, Hey, maybe I can do this too. And yeah, give it a shot. Uh, there's, there's no harm in that, you know, 99% or 90% of performance is just putting it out there. Right. Mm. And, uh, having the, you know, the courage to actually put yourself out there. That's a big part of it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're good or not. I didn't really care if I was good or not at it. When I first started, I just put it out there because I needed a, I needed an outlet. And some, a lot of these people need an outlet as well. So whether they do it once or twice, or are doing it, you know, constantly for six months and then stop or decide to make a, you know, a, a, a bigger hobby out of it or whatever. Um, we all start somewhere. And so I really try to help those people along the way where I personally have found um, my help has been, um, I would say a little bit more outside the community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the girl who runs Vanilla Audio, huge help. Um, a few listeners that I met way back, um, uh, when I first started, uh, who aren't voice actors, but, you know, like to listen at times, huge help of, of how I could, you know, uh, be a better voice, not only a better voice actor, but a better community member. Um, mm. one of the best pieces of advice I'd got was it's not about the audios. It's about creating a relationship with your listener. And that holds true in so many facets, right? Even with the podcasts, you're not just yeah. providing uh, a voice to listen to you. What you really want to do is create a community. And, and one person who I've recently come across who has been a wealth of information, I, I, I cannot consume the amount of of advice and information that she has given me since I met her and how you and I met was, was Pixie. Oh yeah. She's and, amazing. Uh, amazing. And I am still trying to catch up on all the stuff that she's given me and uh, just a wealth of information, such a positive person, such a positive influence. Um, just wow. Uh, hats off to her. She's, she's incredible. Yeah. I've been in a couple of her, Twitter feeds online and yeah, she's always positive, always willing to help. She's a real positive influence. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Great, great person. So recently, yeah, she has been, and, and, and again, you know, I um, believe she was a former stripper and yep. now she's kind of got a little uh, podcast uh, for, um, you know, adult things. And, um, so she wasn't, uh, wasn't scared that of, of doing what I do and how I was, you know, trying to get my you know, work out there as to, to more people and, and to find new avenues and whatnot. And she wasn't afraid to hook me up with people who were outside of, uh, the adult sex market, you know, here's some people who do some other things, but they've got great ideas on this. And I'm like, yeah. wow, 
that's amazing. You can, you can use that information and apply it to what you do. Yeah. And you never know where you're going to learn tips, tricks, or, you know, how to expand an audience. Yeah. Yeah. Never say no, never say no. Cause you never know what you're going to get. Right. Exactly. So you said you've been doing this for five years. Do you intend on taking it anywhere else? Like going into like voice acting in any way or you kind of content with where you're at? Um, I'm kind of content from where I'm at. Uh, I did, I did look at the waters on the other side of, uh, of voice acting and, uh, and doing audiobooks as well. Um, I find those a little bit more constraining uh, mm. t- into what, what I do. Uh, the people that I would love to work with would be um, things like uh, Vex Video, um, Deeper. Uh, these are uh, adult video production houses mm-hmm. that also do uh, narratives over top of their videos um, as a narrator. Oh, I would, would be fun. love, I would love to do that. And uh, I, you know, obviously a fan of those production houses and the, the videos that they do. Um, I could just, I could just see myself narrating certain parts of their, of their storyline. And um, I would, that would be a, yeah, that would be a dream come true on that for sure. <laughs> that would be I don't an have also, any, that'd be an I don't interesting have any, experience. It wouldn't it be absolutely, you know, you're working with some of the best, the business, best creative adult creative people in the business, because, you know, adult entertainment isn't just, you know, the gonzo stuff we had 10 years ago. Oh yeah, uh, they're, they're coming back to, you know, where you had the seventies the and eighties style movies, you know, full length movies with characters and plots and themes and other things that go on besides the sex. Yeah. And uh, which is a great movement because that's, that's what it should be. You know, it's got to encompass all the things of, of what people do rather than not just the, you know, putting the P in the V and oh, you're uh, into the, or, the classic dramas. Right. Exactly. Remember I, yeah, the, uh, way back when, you know, I, I, my dad had all these VHS tapes, yep. <laughs> and you, the grainy video. You can barely see what's happening. You know, the, the lines that go across it just, anyway, it, it was, I was like, wow. And it takes oh, like, see, a, I, it, I was always the type to hold fast forward until it got to the good stuff. Then like, all right. I, I was, I was just going to say you had to fast forward for like, you know, 20 minutes just to get to the good stuff. <laughs> but I mean, production houses are getting back into that, you know, on, on a smaller scale, you know, they're not an hour mm. long or an hour and a half long, but you know, the 30 minutes, or, or 45 minutes long and there's a whole other things going on with the characters that are outside of the outside of just having sex mm-hmm. and uh yeah that would be a highlight for me is working for you know one of those things uh, stoya has a, a production house that she does as well and uh working for one of those big name companies to do the narration on their videos would be a highlight for me absolutely so as far as like content creation you say you like to make your own stuff do you ever do any like uh requests or any kind of like patreons or anything like that for specific listeners or anything yeah i do uh what we call personal audios and uh i do them twice a year and i only do them for about i I put it out there for i you know you know my regular job and regular life doesn't give me a whole lot of time to do this 
and uh, and get prepared and ready for doing things like this. So I only put about 10 out every time. I only do about 10. And uh, so though that person or that listener can come up with their own scenario of what they would like, you know, um, hard yeses, hard noes, you're asking all those questions because you want to make this the most immersive thing. And mm. in those audios, I will do a, a much better production value. I will add sound effects if required, like you're out at a park or you're doing something like that or whatever. Um, I will make them longer. I will make them a little bit more immersive and a lot more personable by, you know, using their name because this one audio is only for them. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I will do, you know, personal audio is about twice a year for sure. Yeah. It does seem like that would be a lot more effort than just a broad canvas. Right. Yeah. It is a little bit more effort because everyone's different with what they, you know, what their desires are or what they, what they need, you know, and um, I've had everything from, you know, strong BDSM to a simple comfort or affirmation audio, you know, and uh, each of them are equally important to that person. Do you have a favorite scenario you kind of like fall back on or a setting or scenario that you feel most comfortable like describing it's it's funny you ask that because this morning i was lying in bed going i i need to do a couple of audios today what should i come up with and my go-to if, if i don't know if i go back through all my library and whatnot i love morning sex i'm just a morning sex oh, type yeah. guy it's like my morning coffee you know it's like get rid of the coffee if i just have sex man it just energizes my full day so I would say I go back to morning sex, you know, that cozy, warm, you know, you're in that lucid state where you've come out of like some hot dream and you just like want to just, you know, have a really just all good, ready to go, ready to go. Right. And, uh, you know, all your all your nerve endings are, are on fire just because you're in that cozy, relaxed. It's that relaxed state of mind and body that you're just, you know, susceptible to, you know, having really great passionate sex at that time so yeah morning sex 100 percent uh, i did a morning sex <laughs> audio this morning and i'll probably do another one next week just because i love it so much absolutely and my second one in line i think is uh the, either the doing the ddlg uh daddy dom type thing mm -hmm. and uh and the other one is the wolf um those three are my top three for sure gotcha so before we started we had discussed kind of the america canada competition yeah that tends to arise in sports and everything i just want you to know as a canadian that right now on my listenership uk has canada beat by just one percent on my podcast ah uh, well we'll have to fix so that. you're being beat by uk <laughs> i'm just throwing it out there we're gonna fix that next month absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're gonna wrap this episode up and we'll just have them beat by like 10 15 by the next month <laughs> so you'd said a little bit about kink is there a kink you've kind of heard about and never tried but have wanted to yeah you know i've uh i've always you know i, I do have male listeners you know, I have, I have a lot of male listeners and I would love to do something for them and explore that side of me as well. Um, and, but 
having never had a, uh, a homosexual experience, sexual experience, I, I, I don't know the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, um, a lot of people say, well, it's just like normal sex. Yeah. But is it, <laughs> it's, uh, you it's know, that's, it's, it's not, and I, and I don't know what that is. So I think that is a, definitely on my number one list is to find out what that is, because again, it's not, you know, sex is in the head. It's not in your body. Your body just yeah. follows. So to get into headspace of what that is, um, I think would be a, a good moment for me that I could actually do that well. I just don't want to do it because I, I know I wouldn't do it well. I would just kind of, <laughs> it would be half-assed. Well, isn't that part of the whole part, creative, pardon the pun. Isn't that part of the creative process though? You know, you it fail is, and, and fail and you keep getting back up. Right, exactly. And uh, so I, I think I'm going to, you know, dive into that, you know, for for the, my male listeners, I think uh, that I think that would be a fun one for 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 both sides of, of the fence as well. And, uh, you know, other things that I've been looking into, like I, I mentioned earlier, like the, the cuckolding, you know, what is that? And uh, what are what are the dynamics there? Um, and how could I do that? Well, um, mm. on both sides, you know, a cuck female and a cuck male. <clears throat> so well, um that usually also involves a third party as well and that also involves a third party so the listener would be the cuck and that I is would a cool be, idea right so the listener is the cuck and i would be having sex with their partner how does my role as that person uh configure into that trio and uh, as opposed to being the, um, you know, the, the, the receiver of the cuck uh, or the cuck itself. So that's where my role would be is I would be the one, you know, I'd be the, you know, the hired help, as it were. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what is the relationship between those two people? And what is my role in that? So uh, the, I guess they call it the bull. Um, so, or how does that dynamic work out? And again, you know, when you're, you're talking to, you know, a myriad of different people, it's different for everybody. So I'm trying to get everyone's input so I can properly figure out how to do that. Well, yeah, that would be, that'd actually make for really good audio too. I think so. I think it would be fantastic. You know, go ahead and give us, uh, some information about where to find you. Uh, well, first off, I, I, I thank you for, and I thank Pixie for, for, for hooking us both up to this. And, uh, I, I'm definitely a fan of, of your, of your podcast. Now I've gotten through, uh, four of them and, hey, uh, fantastic. And I, yeah, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, on my, on my playlist for sure. I am listening to those while I'm driving around in the car and the whole bit. And, uh, for, for me, um, all my social medias and everywhere you find me is uh, in my hands audio. Um, everything I have, and I'm on, I think I have my handles on every social media out there. Uh, so in my hands, audio everywhere. Um, if it's on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, wherever the case may be, Tumblr, Literotica, of course, you know, my, uh, my site that I post to every week, at least twice, three times a week, uh, vanilla audio, that's uh, my subscription page. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a great journey. It's so far, I'm loving it. I can't see myself stopping. And, uh, and I, you know, I hope you feel the same about your podcast as well. Yeah. I took a little hiatus, took some personal time, but jumping back in it. So going to come back with a few more episodes. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I like the diversity of it all as well. Yeah. The show's changed quite a bit over time. So if you started episode one, then skip ahead to the end, it, 
it's changed a lot. <laughs> but that's very, good. That's the evolution. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a learning what keeps curve. People, that's what people keeps people interested, like myself as well. It's not, I'm not getting the same thing over and over again. I'm getting, oh, this is changing. Oh, he's growing. Oh, the, the podcast is moving to this. Yeah. That's all interesting stuff. That makes it uh, just as interesting as the, as the content that you're doing. Yeah, it's always fun when you have fans, especially that have been there since day one. So you have those inside jokes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do have uh, longtime listeners who have the, the exact same thing. Exactly. Absolutely. They remember they remember stuff from like two, three years ago that I've forgotten about. I'm like, what? How, how do you remember that? I don't remember that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's funny anyway. And then again, that's the relationships you want to make with people, you know. Yeah, you uh, some build your the, little communities, right? And some of my my greatest uh, you know online friends uh, started off as as being listeners, whether they are now or not doesn't matter. Um, it's just that they've become you know great people to talk to. Yep. All right. Well, I'm gonna wrap it up here. Thanks, Reggie. Yeah. Hey, thank you for coming on. Thanks for reaching out. No, I really appreciate it. This is uh, it's been a blast. Well, anytime you're listening to audio erotica, you're probably going to want to make sure you clean your sheets afterwards. And before you listen, you're probably going to want to get those headphones tested because you know you're going to want it steamy. And thanks for everyone for listening. Thanks, Ben, for coming on. And you've been listening to Six Sheets Under. Oh, yeah, I am into that. That's what that's called. Yeah. Or I didn't know it was that way. Yeah. Right. It was like, oh, I thought it was this.